0: An open text podcast. Welcome to the Open Text Developer Cast. Today we have Justin Hopkins, lead product manager. He's based in Waterloo, Ontario, Canada. And today Justin is going to be here and uh, he's going to be talking about security and the, impor- and the importance of security uh, and developers. Uh, Justin did a presentation uh, for those who had the chance to attend Open Text World. He had a conversation and a presentation on security where him and Stephen Lutlow, uh chatted and discussed uh, very, very key and critical uh, topics related to how... And why security should be considered uh, a hot topic if you are working with application and the development of applications. Uh, but I asked Justin if he could be here today because I wanted to go into the nitty gritty of of all the details about security. So, Justin, welcome uh, back because you've been here before, <laughs> and it's very it's it's great to have you here again. No,
1: it is great to be back. I, I get excited every time I get to do these these podcasts. You know, I. On the, at the OpenText side, I, I live in the trenches of all the low-level stack development and things. And when I get to pop my head up every once in a while, it's uh, <laughs> it's nice to be able to have some of these discussions for sure. Thank you for having me.
0: No, well, no, you know, my pleasure. And I bet people are going to be very happy that you're that you're back. Um, as I mentioned, I mean, you had a very very interesting conversation with Stephen during OpenText World, and you 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 gave an overview on the security components that OpenText uh Keeps in mind whenever mm-hmm. uh, you build like applications, but I wanted to go into in, into more details. And maybe let's start by something very maybe broad. But maybe uh, if, what are like the current key threats or concerns regarding security uh, nowadays? Maybe can you share maybe what your thoughts are on this topic? I mean, what are the things that people and developers especially should be worrying or uh, or, or about nowadays?
1: Yeah, there's there's definitely a lot going on out there, and, and we we see it in the news all the time. We hear it and see it in press conferences. We read it online, and there's there's all different aspects of security. A lot of things that that people aren't necessarily aware of, or things that are like active versus passive, and and things along those lines. Um, but you know, you basically can <clears throat> can divvy up the the the. Potentially malicious, malicious folks, or the the malicious activity in in a, in a several different categories, right? With you know, invi- invaders and hijackers, people that listen in, and then the people that actually steal things. Um, so we've kind of taken a mantra too here in our security aspect for OT two is we want to make as many of our, our components. As passive as possible, um, so that means that you know basically we uh, we set things up so developers don't necessarily have to do as much as what they might have to do on other platforms, but also giving some of the freedoms uh, when it comes to certain aspects of security that are that are, are common in the industry in terms of like say authentication. Mm-hmm. so if we look down the list there of what you kind of just spoke about Cesar, you know when I said you know your invaders your hijackers etc uh, you know to start at the top you look at the front door right so we talk about authentication so with in terms of authentication it is typically the you know it is the entry point um, is typically one of the places where you need to have some of your strongest uh, security measures to prevent folks from from actually getting in into the doorway um, right. it's kind of like the locks of the keypad on the door right um, so from an ot2 perspective you know we we uh, you know really work with that with in terms of of strong passwords we provide federation for authentication multi-factor authentication um, things along those lines uh, to really protect that authentication layer protect customers uh, you know uh, applications and ultimately stops them from you know getting into their tenants or getting into their applications themselves Um, you know and if we look down the line as we go a little deeper here and we will get a bit technical is you know we look at the authorization aspect now, there is a big difference between what authentication is and authorization is. Um, a lot of folks that are listening now probably do know the difference, but just to kind of quickly highlight it, um, mm-hmm. you know, authentication basically opens the door, but authorization determines where you're allowed to go once you do get inside the door. Um, and that's what the hijackers can t- can, pl- can come into play, right? Because what can happen there is during the authorization step on the OT2 platform, that's where tokens start getting exchanged or when you generate your first token, if you're making an API call, if you're a, a developer, um, and what that that requires is you know a certain client in secret that is is you know generated through our admin center in OT2. But you have to use those components in order to, when you authenticate, to generate a proper token. Um, that will prevent then anyone from making a malicious uh, an attack through an API because they have to be authenticated and also authorized through a token in order to do so. Um, so we got you protected there. And there's actually a topic within that which is actually a service that we provide. Um, we call it the Request Authorization Service. Um, we'll talk about that a little bit more, I think, <clears throat> a little bit later. Um, but that allows uh, an even more uh, ingrained and an ability to really uh, set up what your ACLs and permissioning looks like, and what people are actually authorized to do on the platform or within your tenant. <clears throat> so the third one is is a big one, but also very common nowadays. Right? We talk about secure communications, or this is where mm-hmm. the listeners might actually listen in or, or try to interject and in, in, uh, within uh, communication. Um, all of, of uh, you know, all of our communications are HTTPS encrypted, right? So SSL across the board. Um, a lot of platforms. What will happen is, yes, it's SSL into the platform, but once you get in, then it's simply just old school HTTP throughout the board, throughout the uh, the infrastructure. Uh, we have uh, secure socket enabled across the entire platform from beginning to end, even intermediate services even backing services, uh, will communicate through through SSS protocol. Um, so we've got you covered across the board there. And the last one, um, you know, this is a lot of information, but uh, I think it's, <laughs> it's pertinent that we talk about. The last one is our data security and our encryption at rest. Um, so this actually protects, like, you know, if someone were to break down the doors, was able to, you know, get the correct, uh, you know, information they needed to authorize themselves and then also get through the secure, the secure encrypted layer and they do land in the actual data itself, well, guess what? You got another wall that's in front of you before you can be successful. Um, and that's through our uh, our data security encryption. Um, and we do that through uh, leveraging GCP's uh, key management system um, where every single blob of data within the OT2 platform is encrypted. Um, and none of those keys are stored internally. Every request requires a, a callback to the key management system to, to get a key to unlock that data. Uh, and that also includes uh, the operations done on that would be, say, upload of a file, a download of a file, a manipulation of a file, Anything that touches that file um, requires a decryption uh, event to occur. Um, So, all of your data is protected from that layer, too. So, as you can see, Cesar, from top to bottom, from inside out, you know, multiple layers. Mm -hmm. It's like you got your moat, your fence, your drawbridge, your this, that, um, whatever you want to call it, your armored guards, if we want to use the analogy of a (laughs) a keep, um, are all in place uh, to protect the data from beginning to end.
0: So, if I understood you cor- correctly, uh, so you're saying that, like, when it comes to security, you're, I mean, the things that you have to keep in mind would be the authentication part, which mm-hmm. is pretty much how. How you get through that door? I mean, just using the ter- same terminology you yep. just did, the authorization part, which is what are you allowed to do? And you mentioned that this is the process where all the tokens are being exchanged to give you that authorization. Yep. The third component you mentioned was secure communications, which is the communication across the different services that you work with, and how the encryption becomes a critical part of, of the of those communications and the data security encryption, which is yep. at the end of the day, I mean. The thieves may want to steal from you at the end of the day. Did, did I get that right? Yeah, you, you
1: nailed this, Cesar. And, I, and I'm, I'm proud of you. And I will say that, you know, <laughs> we're having an open, open conversation, not not to knock it. I remember when you first started at OpenText, right? And you were new to technology and now look at you, right? You, you can talk about all this stuff and, and that's fantastic, right? And, and security can be complicated. Um, but when you really break it down and think about it in, in logically like you just did there, you can see that it's, uh, it's not overly complicated, right? And, you, and it makes sense.
0: And, and you you bring a very good point because, I mean, when, when, when I hear, or let, let me put it this way, I mean, for some people, it can be a little bit over, overwhelming to hear all this information. Mm-hmm. And maybe some people are thinking, I mean, oh my God, like I have to, I have to. So these are four key components that I should be looking into when working with um, my development. I mean, this sounds extremely complex. I mean, for some people, Mm -hmm. it may sound as that. For other people, it may seem like, okay, you know what, I do understand what this is. Uh, It's a piece of cake and so on. But but let me ask you the following. I mean, um, and keeping in mind that there's developers listening to us today. I mean, do they have to learn every single thing about these four concepts, Mm -hmm. concepts like authentication, authorization, secure communication, and data security? Or... Is it more that they have to be aware of these of these pillars and potentially leverage the services that OpenText has in place for them to be used?
1: Yeah, so that's where at the beginning there. What I mentioned that whole active passive concept, right? Where mm-hmm. there are things that happen automatically on the platform, right? Um, and there's things that happen uh, or that are enabled or that are configured in a particular way. Um, we <clears throat> we've designed the platform in a way that we want there to be more passive than there to be active, and then passive being also the most secure that you could potentially be. But there are components like you mentioned that you 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 can configure or that you have to configure. Um, you know, customers will have to configure their authentication. They'll have to configure what kind of password strengths they may want or their federation or, or configure their multi-factor, all the different providers that are involved with that. Uh, they may be using uh, ADFS as an example for authentication or going out to another third-party provider. Um, In another cloud, as an example, depending on where their identities exist. And we support them all. That's the thing, too, Cesar, is we support no matter where your identities are, we will support it. And whatever uh, authentication protocol that you want to use will also (laughs) support that as well. Um, The authorization aspect, and this gets more into developers, if you're just an application consumer, because it is important to make to differentiate that. Um, you know, if you're just an application consumer like you bought an o t two application versus being an ot two developer your your actions are a little bit different. Um, if you're an o t two developer, you are in, you are directly involved with the authorization step, but that's a given. That's something that everyone knows that as a developer, uh, anytime that you make a an API call into a service, you need to authenticate yourself or authorize yourself through tokens and things along those lines uh, OAuth tokens and that's a given that's and that's an understanding thing. everyone knows that you have to do that. where we take over the rest. Is the terms of like your encryption at rest, your secure communications, anything that happens on the back end that provides additional security? Um, that's where we take over. Um, we don't expect our developers or, or or content creator type of people, anyone that's creating applications, um, to, to have to fully understand how data encryption at REST works. We don't need them to understand how data encryption keys or decks, as they're called in the industry, work. They don't need to necessarily understand how kecks work. They understand that they're there and that they're protecting you and that they're at the, the utmost of technology and the most secure, but they don't have to dive into the details. So that's what we've kind of handled all that ourselves. So, to use a quick example, is if you make a request to our storage service, as an example, um, and make that request to, to download a file or, or do so or upload a file. Um, all of those security mechanisms in terms of secure transmission as well as the encryption happen automatically. Um, you don't need to make a separate API call to go and get a new key or, or create a key um, or apply the deck to the blob data and all this stuff. You don't need to do any of that stuff. We, we basically handle all of that for you. So it is a balance between, like I said, that active and passive. Uh, we do have far more passive security mechanisms than we do active ones that customers or, or developers actually have to go in and mm-hmm. configure themselves.
0: Now, so, okay, so you're saying that okay, so developers should be aware of all these uh, security concerns, but the good news is that they don't have to go into the details, uh, because the services have all these functionalities embedded mm-hmm. into them. That's now, right. uh, so so you and I have talked in the past, and we've talked about services, and we also about we also talk about APIs, mm-hmm. and very much like lately, we've I mean we've been talking about all these API economy and how the APIs are there for developers to leverage uh, mm-hmm. solutions and applications right away. So are are you saying that all the APIs available right now, I mean, offered by OpenText, they already include all these security type of functionalities and there's nothing that developers have to do? I mean, if there's an update, it would be updated. If there's some sort of encryption benefit into into the transmission of communications and files... It's already done for them. Is did I get did I get it right?
1: Yeah, that that's exactly right. Right. Where and of course then you caveat or, or, or preface that with where applicable, right? Um, if you're using something like say our, our content metadata service, um, which doesn't necessarily deal with blob data, then it deals with encryption a little bit differently, where it's using database layer encryption at that point. Um, but overall, <clears throat> the, the the same is true. Um, we handle the, the encryption, we handle the secure communications, we handle a lot of the authorization after you've made that first call and we will enforce the authentication that you configure,
0: yes. Okay. Now, you seem to know a lot about security, and this is why, I mean, I really (laughs) wanted to to speak to you you today. Um, So for those people who are listening uh, today, I mean, do you have any guidelines, thoughts, or suggestions as to uh, what they can do to secure their work? What do they have to do or what they should be thinking of when building applications in the few in, in the future i mean what what, what are the thoughts you, you could you could share with them like yeah so when you
1: yeah yeah for sure and that's something that comes across we we get a lot because we do like you know we do these things with uses are and things but we we actively speak with customers as well right if we're at events or or online through messages and emails and things like that and a lot of times the one we come back with a lot of our responses is that you just have to be you have to have that personal accountability as well think about mm-hmm. what you're trying to accomplish um <clears throat> think about starting maybe Higher security levels than what you would normally prefer, and start there and work your way down. You know, evolve that into your best practices. And then one of the examples that I use is, you know, make sure that you assign your roles correctly. Make sure that you assign your ACLs correctly, where you're not opening the door for everybody, right? Be really particular and granular with your, with your permission management. Um, like when it comes from an application perspective, um, make sure that when you're using, uh, you know, doing a lot of your communications through authorization, through our token generation and things along those lines, make sure that you're, um, you know, you're abiding by typical, you know, industry standards for development practices and stuff like that. Um, it's all of those types of things. And as you can see, I'm actually struggling to try to even explain that because of the fact that we do so much on our back end that we do a lot of it. Um, um so i'm so a lot of my uh, advice that i that i give to developers is more at the application level, when you're, or your code practice level, when you're developing things, um, you know that's where I think maybe is a good time to bring up our request authorization service. Um, it's one of the new services that we have that goes hand in hand with our storage service version three. Um, is the ability to define and set ACLs and permissioning on any object. Um, it doesn't have to necessarily have a CMS object tied to it. It could be just a data store, um, and you're able to generate your own roles, um, set up your own type of ACL management. Uh, to, to manage your content the way that you see fit and as granular as you'd like to. And every request then made to a piece of content actually has to go through the, the request authorization service or RAS as we call it for short, um, in order to, you know, actually interact with that content. So it's things like that. Make sure to use those types of services. You sure can use storage service if you'd like to today just on its own, um, but leverage the advanced functionality that's there to enhance that security further. And that's some of the active measures that we talk about, right? Uh, The passive stuff being the encryption, but the active being, you know, maybe instead of uh, from an authentication perspective, just using passwords, you actually set up multi-factor authentication. Um, You set up a cloud-based federation service such as ADFS or or another provider, uh, using RAS for your ACL and permission management. Um, things like that; those are the types of things that you really have to keep in mind when you're when you're developing an
0: application, right? And one more question: um, you and I were talking about uh, security a few weeks ago, and I remember you mentioning something about secure sockets as an SSL and mm-hmm. encrypted uh, traffic being present by default on the OT2 platform. Um, so, so what exactly are those those things like secure sockets SSL? And what exactly is the encrypted? traffic.
1: Yeah. So what that means is that the the communication lines or the information that's sent from a client to a server or a client to another client. Um, in this case, we talk about client server. Um, that traffic is encrypted. And what that means is that you know without getting in too much detail, we'd be here for an hour just talking about how SSL works. Um, but basically, the client and server have a relationship between each other where certificates are involved and there's uh, there's trust involved between the two. Um, what that allows is that you know when data is tra- transferring from one place to another. Um, it's encrypted in a certain way, usually with certain kind of uh, rotating encryption keys, um, it usually has numbers that actually are used to a Caesar that are there where numbers have to be paired together, where a client has a number, the server has a number, and um, they have to equate to each other um, and things like that. But ultimately, what that does is it prevents, uh, you know, uh, any kind of malicious uh, actor to actually, you know, sniff the packets, as we call it, or actually look into what information is being passed uh, between that client and server client and server if you didn't have that then people could openly see what your actual they could see what your authentication is right they could see username and password if you didn't do that if you were just using regular strong passwords that's why we suggest using federation and multi-factor as well um should someone able to you know get into the the ssl traffic which is is relatively unlikely um but basically we, we provide those those things in place um so that if someone does you know tries to, let me let me rephrase my language, tries to uh, interject something, they simply can't um, because they can't. Uh, it's all jargon and jumble to them when they look at it. Um, once the request hits the server, though, then the server has all the necessary uh, keys involved to, to take the, the encrypted traffic and turn it into something you can understand. Um, that gets really complicated at that point. Um, and I hope that was enough information just to kind of explain a little bit of what that is. Uh, there's far more to it than that. It's I, I dumbed it down quite a bit. Um, but I'm sure a Lot of the folks out there listening today are, are, are very familiar with ssl encryption
0: i think this is perfect adjusting and i really want to thank you for taking the time to 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 give us such a such a detail and mm-hmm. great explanation on the security components that that should be of concern of those listening uh, also for people to understand why the open open tech solutions provide peace of mind because, as you mentioned, these functionalities, these benefits are embedded within the services and APIs, which is great. But again, I mean, to to your point, I mean, it it can be a very complex topic. Uh, So I guess Mm -hmm. that, I mean, here, I mean, one of the thoughts that we should leave uh, um, for people is that, I mean, just, I mean, it can be overwhelming if you really think about security, but it can also be somehow simple if you rely on services that, provide you that, that the peace of mind that open text yeah. which which is great uh, Justin, uh, thank you so very much for for being here today uh for and sure. for those who didn't have the chance uh to to listen to Justin I mean you can always go back to our open text world uh forums and you will find a recording of him talking to Stephen Lutlow. I, I bet many people would love to to get more information and they find the information there and uh, and again thank you for being here today
1: Oh, thank you, Cesar. And I hope we do another one. This is our second one. Now let's keep her going. Let's try to get at least 10. How does that sound?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a plan. Perfect. Thank you so much, Justin. Have a good one. Yeah, you too. Thanks, buddy.
1: Thank you for listening to the Open Text Developer Cast. If you like what you heard, please subscribe and leave a review. And don't forget to come back next month for another episode.